Will Power World exist in a week? Did a game studio, a game of the year winning studio, say that Game Pass will be the death of video games? And what is the best year in video game history? This is episode 126 of the Play Economics Podcast, and it starts now. Welcome to episode 126 of the Play Economics Podcast, where we break down the business behind your favorite video games and give you financial context from industry trends. I'm one of your hosts, Bobby Kwecki, back from the, sunshine, from the sunshine state. No. Yes? Florida's the sun, sunshine state. It's the gator state. The gator, it's the gator state? state? It is the was Florida in, man in, state. I was, in, I was in Miami, the greatest place on yes. the face of the planet. Now, yeah. A lot of people, Matt, they'll tell you, oh... Rome, France, <laughs> Prague. You know what I say? <laughs> That's what I say. Miami's the greatest place on the planet. I don't care. And I, and I caught a lot of shit for saying this, even, even recently in like conversation as I lower my light here. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a little hot on me. Not as hot as yep. the Miami sun was, but uh, getting, a little, getting a little heat here. What I'd like to say, though, is I appreciate you holding on the ship. And we'll get into what I played on vacation later, but let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. If GTA 6 plays as good as Miami feels, I'm moving. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> you don't have to move. Just play GTA 6. No, no, because I want to I want to be in it. I want to VR wake GTA up 6. Oh, good. in a it, place it, that skips the bad seasons. How you been, pal? You know, as I keep that thing here. on me. See, I was in Florida. We, we drove to. Let me. You want to talk about fine American vestiges, pillars of capitalism? Let's talk about Bucky's, Bucky's for a second, because Bucky's. that's what you came to this podcast for. This is now a Bucky's podcast. We've had fake sponsors on this podcast before, and most notably the Philip Morris Cigarette Company. Breathe in yes, satisfaction. Our biggest fake sponsor. <laughs> Breathe in satisfaction. The Philip Morris Cigarette Company, but. I my I had heard murmurs, rumors, scuttlebutt, ramblings, and through the grapevine whispers of Bucky's. But Bucky's. much like how I imagine it is for people of deep religious faith to go to a holy site for the first time, you know, whether it be like Mecca or Jerusalem, some some where you make a pilgrimage to, and yep. it is a bodily defining experience in a way that just you know there is before you went and after you went that's that's bucky's for me good it it is indescribable how one place can have so much perfection per square inch it is it is how you put that unfathomable that you walk into a place to get gas that does not allow 18 wheelers. And not only can you get gas, you can get a neat little cup. Wrap the brand. Mm-hmm. But in the middle of this, you know, Walmart footprint size store is a smoke pit where regularly fresh brisket slabs are coming out. Yep, being announced to the store loudly and with enthusiasm by the employees. 
you, when was the last time you went to Starbucks and somebody poured a coffee and, you know, Jacob behind the counter was like, hot cappuccino coming out? It never happened. Not once. Because they don't take pride in what they do. They don't care about the customer. And further yet, they know they're losers. Whereas at an establishment like Bucky's, you got people swinging from the rafters with excitement, fervor, zeal. And goddamn, was that brisket sandwich amazing. Now, Matt, I know this is a video game podcast where we break down financial context for industry trends. Two kinds of brisket sandwich. Slice. I can only imagine, and I'm very, very happy for you. And chopped brisket. Which do you think was better? Chopped. You're correct, but the also answer is they're of equal greatness depending on what you're in the mood for okay. texture-wise with your food. So I was, it, but it, it was impossible for me to answer that wrong. It was impossible for you to Love lose, that. just like Bucky's. Love that. It's impossible for them to lose. But did, okay, brisket, that's a neat party trick. But what if I told you, you know when you go to the deli, I mean, I mm-hmm. FaceTimed you from there. Yes, um, you The did. whole you deli counter was beef from, jerky. Yep. I've never seen this before. Huge. You, you know when, like, People like European people, like those World War losing countries, they're like, oh, America, fat people, American flag. Civil war, right? Civil war losing countries. Well, I mean, technically we we won. We're from the north. No, no, no. You said the World War losing country. Yeah, in Europe, in Europe, in Europe. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Those losers who be like, oh, Americans, fat, this and that. You go to Europe. Okay, first of all, don't get me started on the, the fallacy of free healthcare. <clears throat> It'd be illegal to open a place you like need, Bucky's. There you is no need. government on God's green earth that would allow Bucky's besides the U.S. Okay? I love Bathrooms, it. cleaner. I've stayed at very nice hotels in my life. I, I'm privileged and fortunate enough to scrimp and save. I've stayed at some very nice hotels, and so have you. Bucky's bathroom's better? Better than every single hotel I've ever been to. Love that. Love that. I'll have you know that you talked about this so much, and Bucky's has been on my list for years at this point to get to. They're just so far in the south of somewhere I would never go. That, as an extension of my bachelor party, since my youngest brother obviously can't go to New Orleans... Me, Jake, and Mike are driving to Kentucky to go to Bucky's after the bachelor party. Yes, yeah, yeah. So, like, you're from New Orleans. You're no, 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 unrelated. I think we're gonna go sometime in April, but we're just we are picking. I'm up. telling we you right driving. now, I'm in. I'm telling you right now, I'm in. <laughs> it is most likely going to be me, Jake, and Mike. But if we extend it to other people, I will. I will let you know. If not, I will. I will at least bring you back some beaver nuggets. Now, I'm not a big, like, sweets guy to curb your food craving. Beaver nuggets, good once in a blue moon thing. The beef jerky, the Korean barbecue beef jerky, or the teriyaki, or the honey jalapeno, or the steakhouse. You want me to bring you a pallet? Let me tell you something. You show up in a pallet, fucking Korean barbecue. (laughs) I'll bring you a variety back. I'll bring you a variety back. (laughs) It's ten minutes into the show here. Yep, Okay. This is not a Bucky's podcast. God. So we're gonna we're gonna God, get, it, it might be. After I go in Kentucky, it might be. But Listen what we're really I need this rant clipped out and sent to the bu- also, hold on. Can I just I sent you the sign of how much Bucky's employees makes? Yep. 
why are we doing this? They have a sign outside Bucky's district manager, 225 grand a year, now hiring. Yep. Because yep. Bucky's doesn't need LinkedIn. Just like Bentley and Ferrari don't have TV commercials, they don't need, they don't, Bucky's doesn't need you. You come to Bucky's. Yeah. You, you know Bucky's, you've been to Bucky's, or you're going to Bucky's. But, we're talking about video games, and we're going to have this timestamp so you don't have to hear the Bucky's rant until 10 minutes into the show. What we're, talking about, what we're talking about first today, we got some hot topics. Me and Bobby are going to disagree the entire show, and then at the last segment of this show, we're getting to the Discord question of the week, and the question is, what is the best year in video games? Drop it in the History. chat right now what you think it is. Yeah, in the chat. Where do you think people... we're going? Where do you think we're going? Who's going to be correct? But first, we're talking about Power World because everyone is talking about Power World. We covered it briefly on the last episode, but I wanted to get Bobby's opinion. And things have changed with Power World because originally they were doing monster numbers. They had just the world by the balls. And now... They're doing even better numbers. At the time of making this show, these show notes, they were about 8 million copies sold at five days, previously selling at $27 a pop. Now it's $29.99. I think it's a fair price, or you get it on Game Pass for free. Well, no, you get it on Since Game Pass then, for 15 bucks a month. Free, if you already have Game Pass. It's included with Game Pass. But you're it is included game, in Game Pass for free. Pass. If you have Game Pass, no, Power free. World is free. It is included with your subscription for which you it, pay, but let's, let's yes, not but, split hairs. Yes, but that's like saying I'm going to get a burger and the fries are included. Correct. That's so exactly the, how you would phrase that sentence. You don't get yes. the fries for free. The fries are included with the price. The of fries the come with a burger, as does Pal World comes with Game Pass. So Correct. therefore, but Game Pass free. is a free item. No. Because it comes with the no, it, no. game pass. <laughs> I, 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 no, no, no. <laughs> listen, listen. No. We can you do all, all the wrong. mental gym. Whenever, whenever you start laughing. Is when you know I have you dead to rights, and we you start do... laughing when you hear yourself say the thing that you know is. We wrong. could do mental gymnastics mm-hmm. all you want, but all I know is that for people that own Game Pass, when you go you to McDonald's, get... get your ass in the car right now, drive to McDonald's, order a number seven, it's a two cheeseburger meal, and say, "Are the fries free, or are the fries included?" And listen, they're what, the same. And thing. listen to what Jacob the on the other thing. side of the intercom says with his android however things are about to change for pal world because originally you had youtubers and people like us saying if pokemon was going to do something they would have done it already no 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 <laughs> nintendo is a japanese company japanese government has no fair use terminology you cannot like for like a product of theirs without pokemon immediately coming after you and saying run me my money and give me back my product. So pocket pair, another Japanese company is about to get some litigation tossed their way. Pokemon has come out and now said we're investigating power world. And what that means is they gave power world a week's notice to get their shit together because they're not coming to quote, um, the social network, I'm not coming back for a third. I'm not coming back for half. I'm coming back for all of it. This is like um, for my wrestling fans out there. Do you, Matt, you know who the big show is? 
I do know who the big show you know, is. You know who Rey Mysterio is? I do. Okay, you understand? You, you remember those matches they had where it was like the world's biggest man versus the world's smallest man? Yep. That's what, what did you think was going to happen? Uh, and listen, a lot if of people on pal. What did you think? What <laughs> did you think that the one of the most litigious companies on the face of the planet, one of the companies that holds one of the company that holds probably the most valuable and first or second most recognizable cartoon character ever, it is the most valuable franchise. Yeah, it's the most valuable franchise what ever. What did you think they were going to do when you gave Electabuzz a gun? What did you think? Because, like, now it potentially – it happens twofold. One, you clearly copied their Pokemon. Like, there are some, and there's a – I'll try to find it and put it in the there's edit. There's a tweet thread where it's, like, one for one, the, yeah. Yeah, it is literally, like, there's Wooloo there is a sheep and that's not a popular one but then they do like eevee and they just go down a list and they're like frame for frame identical with like a color palette swap or like an extra like texture pad on their arm to make them different number one they copy their idea verbatim two you introduce a factor into pokemon that should not be there because it is a game largely marketed towards kids to sell merchandise let's i i think that i i think that's a step too far I you don't think, think pokemon likes that they have guns in that game zero oh, oh i i thought you meant that i mean because like fortnite's the biggest thing and that has guns right like i, I don't no, think no, that no, no, necessarily no 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 i'm saying that pokemon does not want pokemon having guns correct and they don't correct. want the idea of that in any way like shape the or pokemon form were just showing graphic nudity the entire time. yeah yeah like it's like the which licensing thing to, which i'm not opposed i am to. I am. I am I'm opposed. I'm opposed to it. Pokemon should not have graphic nudity, but it's similar to the way that, like, if you use Mickey Mouse in a certain way that sheds a certain light on the Disney like platform, you're out. Disney is coming for you, your children, your grandchildren, every generation from now until the end of time. Disney will be after. There's no shot that Pokemon continues to allow this to happen. Do I think they get it shut down? Yes. I think, here's what I think I is going to happen. I think so. I'm of the opinion that, congratulations, Pal World, you made a lot of money. You clearly, clearly, you have not, you're, you're insulated up to a certain point because you took the game pass bag, even though the smarter move. I mean, look, this game they're pass, doing both. Hold on. They're doing game both. Game pass it's fine. is the smart move in this situation because they had to know they were going to be litigated against. They had to know. Yeah, they needed upfront cash. Yeah, so they, sure. right? Right, so Ponzi scheme into a Ponzi scheme, birds of a feather, right? Like, um, they probably didn't get that much for the I would say, look, do I think it's going to be shut down? No. But do I think Nintendo and Game Freak and the Pokemon Company are going to have their boot on the neck of Power World until Power World just says, we're, um, what, what, do, the, what do politicians say when there's like a big sale? We're, we're taking some time to spend with our family. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think you're exactly right, and I think in less than one year from today, Pocket Pair closes its doors for one of two reasons. One, they just have to give all of their money to Pokemon because all of the money they made on this is technically owed to Pokemon at some way, shape, or form. Or I think the more likely option is that 
Nintendo puts so much pressure on Pocket Pair that they could not afford to stay running during this lawsuit. They will they will just they're going to spend they are going to sue them out of money. Correct. And it's just going to be like you want this lawsuit, boom. This lawsuit, boom. This lawsuit, boom. And they are going to serve them hands over and over and over in the courtroom, win or lose. And Pokémon's just going to be like I'll do this forever. Much like my tavern brawler open hand way of the monk monk from Bios Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah, you had Act 1 yet? My Act, Act, Act one? 1? No, I'm in the same exact at... place. I, I keep that, just picking it up. It's because you're bad at the game. Mm. It's because you're bad at the game. We'll, we'll, but... talk, we'll talk about how bad Baldur's Gate is later on. Speaking, speaking of very litigious <laughs> companies, Apple is losing the App Store battle. And not legally, because they have won back-to-back lawsuits versus Epic, and then I think Epic tried to... They didn't win them, but the App Store entities, the Google and Apple, have won litigation. Yeah, both platform owners have won litigation against Epic Games in an effort to get more spending directly towards Epic Games versus the App Stores. With those concessions... Apple is now allowing services to be provided from a single app that will now be allowed to stream their entire library, which I think is a huge win for plat- platforms like the Epic Game Store, xCloud, Game Pass, and they are about to be a huge value add to anyone that currently has the infrastructure. And it's looking to me... That if Game Pass successfully gets on the Apple Store and has its own Game Pass moniker, it's got the own uh, its own symbol, and you can download and stream the games directly from there, that King purchase is worth every cent of the sixty nine billion dollars. Because they're not going to get the rip. Yes, because they'll no longer be getting the rip on Candy Crush. Well, let me tell you something. <clears throat> if I've learned anything, it's not to bet against Apple. They're going to it. That's fair. That is a fair critique. That's a fair critique. You, you don't you don't think Tim Cook's like, good morning. Hello. And just like punches the King CEO in the face. That's all I can do. I'm working on the Tim Cook impression. <laughs> That's what you got for me on this topic. No. So what <laughs> I actually have for you on this topic is twofold. I think that. I think that this is a, a bigger problem than just for games, right? Like you, you mm-hmm. any company that has a secondary charge in it. Yep. The biggest one I could think is um, Audible and Comixology and all of all of the Amazon owned products that didn't want Apple yep. taking a rip. I don't know, man. I think that when it comes down to it, Apple will find a way to circumvent any litigation. I could be wrong. They had to put USB C. You know, they were drag kicking and screaming to USB-C on the hardware side of things because of the EU. Was it for the better? Yes. I don't, I think that because that didn't necessarily affect their bottom line, right? Like, yeah, people, you still need to buy the phone. The charger is kind of drops in the bucket, but I think because of so much of their rip is made on platform transactions, your razor's edging with how this is going to go. Yeah, and again, like you said, I wouldn't bet against Apple that at the end of the day, 
who's going to come out on top money wise from any transaction that's happening on your phone. It's it's going to be Apple. It's going to be Google. Like whoever owns that phone is in some way, shape or form going to get the biggest rip of what you do on that phone, because if they didn't, everyone else would just go make their own phone. Exactly. Because that would be the answer. Like if you really could, like if it's not going to happen where Apple isn't the king, because if it, if Apple ever didn't become the king, everyone would just make their own phones. But having your stuff on the Apple phone, on a Google phone, is so valuable that they know they're going to take the rip. And they're going to, and if you, they, if you don't want to give them their rip, they're going to say, take it somewhere else. Yep. And you're not going to be able to do anything with it. <clears throat> and now you have a mobile game that doesn't work on a phone. We'll talk about mobile luck. games that actually work on a phone. Yeah. Fantastically later. Oh, interesting. You played a mobile game? Was it Arclight Rumble? Was it Arclight Rumble? Nope. World of Warcraft, Arclight Rumble. However, we're going to switch over to the Microsoft layoffs because some people are very, very caught off guard by the fact that Microsoft recently laid off 1,900 employees, most of them coming from either the ABK slash Xbox piece of this. And let's just put a star here in addendum because Riot also laid off a bunch of people. Did they? Yeah. Unrelated to this merger, obviously. Well, Riot owns League of Legends, yeah. but it, it just yeah. sort of underpins the general layoff yes. bloodbath that we've been seeing over the last 12 months or so. I was going to say, over the last 12 months, I would say at least every other week, we have a story covering this company's laying off these people, this company has this layoffs, this company's product didn't deliver what it should be, they're laying off these people. The Microsoft one is not necessarily like that. The Microsoft one is two similar companies, ABK and Xbox, merged. And there was a huge amount of redundancies in those companies. All GNA functions, all anyone borderline not talent related. And not to say that the other people aren't talented, but the game developer, outside of the game developers themselves, these 1900 people were mostly the GNA people. Specifically, what we found out later as the story progressed is that a lot of it is the customer service from the ABK platforms, which is a huge loss. Because, Bobby, I'm not sure how much you've interacted with Activision Blizzard or King's customer service or their. I, listen, I know it's a niche quality, but they are. I don't want to say famously, but they are surprisingly good in a world where customer service is usually dog shit. They're very personable. They're clearly real people. They are clearly like trying to help you as much as possible within the confines of what they could do within their organization. Heart goes out to them, but then Microsoft was like, yeah, we're going to outsource all of that. Yeah. And and anytime you have two large company mergers, this happens. I think because gamers and games press in general are so quick to anger games press really because we're, we're gamers and yeah we can do basic math i think i think it's more of the the press class when it comes to people like this we're like <gasps> the unions would have solved this <sighs> they wouldn't unions have, would not have solved they this. wouldn't have I, I saw that article going around um you know heart goes out to them i i, <clears throat> I think the, the bloodbath will only continue yeah 
Um, what I did find interesting is that Mike Yabera left. And the reason I found it interesting was Didn't he in leave 20... twice already? Like he left, he came back. No. That's the other guy? Uh, J. Allen Brack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. J. Allen Brack left in 2001 and Mike Yabera, and I forget what the woman's name was, she was in office co- with co-Mike Yabera. And she left because she found out she wasn't getting paid the same amount as Mikey Barrow. She was like, I'm out. Which, listen, power to her. But he's now leaving. And my question to you, Bobby, is all of this happened in 2001. 21, do you mean? Yeah, 2021, sorry. Happened in 2021. 22 years ago? Yeah, no, very recently in 2021. Mike Yabera, in his goodbye speech, was saying, I've worked at Microsoft for 20 years. I don't want to do it again. I came here to do something different than Microsoft. I don't want to go back to Microsoft. I am leaving. Do we think that in 2001, this decision Why for this merger was... 2001? Uh, like sorry. criminal. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. In 2021... This merger was announced internally to the high ups in Microsoft and the high ups in ABK. Jay Allen Black completely disagreed, bounced. And then they were like, Mike Ibera, you worked at Microsoft for 20 years. You're going to run the ship and you're going to make this merge as smooth as possible and then do whatever you want after. Because that's what I see looking back. And again, 2020 is hindsight. This all makes sense. But it pulled the cord on his golden parachute and called it a day. Yep. But I'm not surprised that Mikey Bear is leaving, considering he did spend 20 years at Microsoft. He would not have left if he wanted to remain at Microsoft. Um, And I'm assuming that they're going to have C-suite people from Xbox come in and kind of not clean house at ABK, but take the reins out of major projects and have it really report in under Xbox Game Studios. When do you think it's going to be announced that Bobby Kotick bought Epstein's Island? <laughs> Listen, Bobby, you were, you have, to, I'm going to continue to remind you that this was one of the first times you were wrong on this podcast because Bobby Kotick is completely out of this relationship as of right now. As of right, listen, 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 listen to me. Let him put out another Modern War. Th- this is the first time, and I'd like to segue here because it kind of... Mm-hmm. This year's the first year since 2007, okay, and we'll talk about 2007, that a yep. Call of Duty or Rockstar game was not the number one selling game of the year. Yeah, it just took Harry Potter. Yeah, but come on. I'm sorry. It's not. It, this is not. This is. You're not going to blame Xbox for this. This no, 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 is. No, no. It, I'm not going to blame Xbox for this. I'm going to say is, the scuttlebutt was, hey, 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 we're going to take a year off, and then yeah. they released DLC as the full game this year of Modern Warfare Three. Modern Warfare Three yep. was largely hated. Am I am I wrong or am I wrong? No, no, no. Okay. It was not a good Call of Duty this year. Okay. This has nothing to how, do how with many, Xbox taking the reins. This how is how many more of those you think it takes for them to be like literally infinite, infinite. Okay, we'll Call see. of Duty is going nowhere. I think they. And I, the, I think they bring back Bobby at a certain point. You, I listen. I no, could be, I, no, I, I just. I, I, no, I think no. In my heart of hearts, you know, like at the end of like the superhero movies, or like, or like uh, Indiana Jones with like Indiana Jones will return. 
Bobby Kotick will return. I'm telling I know you, you keep okay. you keep saying this as if Bobby Kotick was this godsend never said, to a I gaming organization. Would, never said that. He's yeah. You keep saying this as if Bobby Kotick is such a shrewd operator he and is. such a good business. He ran his company into the ground. It was dead in the water no, 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 and on, needed on, to be on, purchased. Hold on. Hold on. We we hold can't on, keep hold holding on, Bobby Kotick to like the esteemed executive of the year. I need for the, the people to understand. Activision wasn't tanking because the Activision games were bad. Activision tanked because it was blood in the water because they were doing really disgustingly heinous shit behind the scenes. If that, that never broke, no. yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. No shot. Okay. No. The, the company did not go under because Bobby Kotick was a bad person. Because if that would have happened, he would have been out. And somebody would have been in, but and then all of a sudden it, it would have been great. It was a systematic climate of change. No, it no. You're not gonna blame. You're not gonna give Bobby Kotick a scapegoat and say that for he drove the company into the ground so bad that it needed to be purchased. I would like to see financial context and industry trends for that. It was purchased, but not because of the financial revenue. It was purchased because they knew that they wouldn't recover a social and PR hit like they were taking. I would like to see financial context for industry trends regarding that fact. Well, so, Next so, episode. I, I, to me. I will get a PowerPoint presentation to likes you, which you've never seen. But you know what? Absolutely. But you know what? We're here now. Let's let's talk about it. Let's let's talk. Let's. This is what the people have wanted. This is right? yeah. This is what the whole episode. This oh, another your bullshit. Fan- and I'll and then I'm just gonna read the article of what the man said. So another. So, so spill your lies. Spill another your, fantastic, your another fantastic community love segment from the Playconomics podcast, the X gonna give it to you section of this podcast, where we take a tweet, a highly, highly controversial tweet about the video game industry, and we break it down here. We provide you financial context for industry trends, and we tell you, is this just some stupid tweet, or is it news? And we got Peter o- Ovo, which I don't know if you follow him. But he is the biggest X-Bot possible. Why would I follow somebody who has no sense uh, of, of taste just, or can do math? It's so funny, some of the stuff that he posts that's just so, so highly hypocritical. And I'm going to put – I'll put the tweet up there in the edit. But the tweet is basically just two days after the CEO of Larian Studio wrote a letter, uh, a Twitter thread about why subscription services are bad. Pal World launched into Game Pass and destroyed Baldur's Gate's record on stream. Narrative destroyed, and then it's a picture of Baldur's Gate versus Pal World. Bobby, thoughts? First of all, Peter Ovo, you soft-brained remedial deficit. Okay. You basement-dwelling, unwashed, Cheeto-dust-laden, Mountain Dew chugging. Android having. Oh, you know he has an Android. The 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 narrative destroyed. First of all, you're not even addressing what the CEO of Larian Studio said. Because he never said that subscription it. services are bad. Okay. He gave context. And what I'd like to do now, Matt, if you'd allow me the space, is I'd like to read what's his name? Sven Sven Vicky Vinky. That's a fake name. That's not his real name. 
I'd like to read you just exactly what he said. Quote, whatever the future of games look like, content will always be king. But it's going to be a lot harder to get a good content if subscriptions become the dominant model and a select group of games decides what goes to market and not. Direct from developers to players is the way. He continues. Uh, he believes that subscription models, quote, will always end up being cost slash benefit analysis exercises intended to maximize profit. He continued, quote, there is nothing wrong with that, but it may not become a monopoly of subscription services. We are already all dependent on a select group of digital distribution platforms and discoverability is brutal. Should these platforms all switch to subscriptions, it will become savage. He continues, as a result, quote, preference of the subscription service. Did you just get a Microsoft Teams notification while I was speaking? No, it was my um, virus control. I pulled up this. I pulled up the same you article. You have a PC. I I pulled up the same article and it's like virus, 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 and it, my firewall got it. My firewall got it. I'm fine. Yeah, Eurogamer, Eurogamer, noted virus site, Eurogamer. Like I'm pulling from the depths here. Hold on. Mine was actually mine were actually IG. It was from IG. Let me just continue. That was so perfect. <laughs> you won't find our games on a subscription service even if i respect even if i respect that for many developers it represents an opportunity to make their game remember he said that i don't have an issue with that i just want to make sure our ecosystem doesn't die because it's valuable end quote now i'll let all of you troglodytes out there with a xbox pro controller surgically glued to your hands okay take a second <clears throat> and let me educate you because what this man said is the most succinct version of somebody who bet against game pass and won because Baldur's gate is the perfect example of what it is for the market to work when a product is good, Baldur's Gate has gotten even people like me to try, give it its merits based on what everybody else, like you understand why people like it, even if it's not for you, okay? Mm -hmm. And it won. It bet against Game Pass and it won. Now, would Baldur's Gate have won if it was on Game Pass? Maybe, but what he says there is very important. As these subscription platforms grow, discoverability will be brutal. What I'd like to highlight for you, do you think if Netflix put $0 behind Squid Game, anybody would have given a shit about Squid Game? No. Zero. Because nobody would have been able to find it. You don't have access to 85% of Netflix's. There is no search all on Netflix, man. And maybe they might have – you're thinking about it, but it's true. And granted, Netflix yes. isn't at scale much bigger than Game Pass, but the goal is to get Game Pass to that same level of content library. And up to a certain point, I am willing to say 
at Game Pass and all the other pretenders, Ubisoft Plus, NVIDIA GeForce Now, PlayStation, whatever, Nintendo, whatever, at a certain point, they will have to start curating the content based on what they think will perform well because they need return on investment. If they gave <clears throat> Baldur's Gate a million dollars and they gave Power World $60 million, they need a higher ROI on Power World, meaning nobody is to... going to fucking find Baldur's Gate. Yes. Therefore, in the most succinct ways I can, well, I see, I see the steam rising. I see the green steam rise is about to come out the year. Listen. Hold on. Listen. Your Honor. I'd like to rest my case on this. Game Pass, at its current form, is a banality. Yeah, great goody. People like Power World can get their bag and can fit, you know, commit IP fraud and not really have to worry about litigation and they've just funded their next game, blah, 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 blah. Cool. And sure, a game like Baldur's Gate might have done well. Might have done well on Game Pass. But how many Baldur's Gates do you think are going to be unheard and unfound? Or worse yet, how many games that are worse than Baldur's Gate will be pushed to the top specifically because they need to make an ROI? When the market decides what the market decides, good shit rises to the top, and Pal World is Pal World. As somebody <laughs> that currently is holding their Xbox Elite controller, <laughs> I would like to agree with a lot of what Larry and Studios CEO said in this argument. But not me. You're not going to agree with no, me. No, no, no. You're not gonna agree with I me. would like to shit. agree with the point that you were trying to make that things like Game Pass and the subscription model has the potential to get out of control. I would argue that it currently is not. And that's most of my argument. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So I see what you're saying. And I understand where you're coming from with the concerns of Game Pass. I still think in its current form, specifically for small developers and indie developers, Game Pass is an easier way to break into the video game market than just publishing it yourself. And I think that a game that gets on Game Pass will get more plays than if it was to just release on its own with zero notoriety. And I think that's okay. Like, I do think that Game Pass is better for a no-name studio, and it's not just the argument that, like, oh, if it wasn't on Game Pass, it would have fizzled out because it was a bad game. I think that Game Pass in its current form gives notoriety to games that wouldn't necessarily get any attention at all and no one would ever hear about it. Through the fact that they do have 100% searchability. You can go into Game Pass and save you all and scroll down. So there will eventually be a problem with games that get released once we get to a big enough library where they can't possibly do the all games, which we don't know if that will ever be the case that they won't be able to just show you every game that's in the game pass library and allow you to choose where the marketing, the marketing will always be that way because you can say right now, that's the way that any type of marketing works. 
the games that have the money to do marketing and to do promos and to do different types of get my game in front of people do better. If you have good marketing, you do better. There is no difference between that and marketing through Game Pass. Yes and no. I think I'll I'll concede some points to you. Sure, you, you, you a lot of what you're saying is on the money, but look at a game like what what is it called with the with the Mighty Bean people? Um, Fall Guys. Yes, and that other one on the spaceship with the guy. The, oh, Among Us. Not on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Indie funded. Mm-hmm. Gargantuan exits and growth of the company. Yep. But they're also good. See, because how many shitty Fall Guys and Among Us pretenders did you have to get there? That's the same thing with Game Pass. No, no. Yeah, because I guarantee you there is a million games that are very like there are like on game pass there is solasta crown of the magister is the same game as Baldur's gate it plays the same it's dnd based it's got sto- like but the it's also point of the game is solasta the crown of no. the magister no i'm just like it is the same game it is on game pass and did it's not a good game like it is not a it is not on the same level as Baldur's Gate and it Baldur's Gate makes that game look silly. Like it makes it look like a fan-made game and they're a very very small studio that made Solaster Crown of the Magister. A game like Baldur's Gate will always outperform that game. It might take time, but if you have a prod and we need to stop talking about Baldur's Gate as if it was some like indie darling from a small studio Baldur's Gate had a huge budget and comes from a massively successful studio that had Baldur's Gate 1, 2 and they had the Divinity Original Sin the the kudos I give Baldur's Gate is not the sales, it's breaking the echelon level of public consciousness much like Soulsborns did with Elden Ring yeah, I completely agree. It made a D&D based video game popular and that had really not been done beforehand. The Vinny Original Sin was is a pretty popular game and it but it, nowhere near the likes of Baldur's Gate 3. They knew this was going to be the shit. And if subscriptions were the only model possible, Baldur's Gate would have still been the shit. Like, there is no world where a game like Baldur's Gate, a game like Elden Ring, a game like God of War, a game like Halo doesn't do numbers. A game like Call of Duty is not in the marketing sphere of Game Pass, whether it's on PlayStations, whether it's on Game Pass, whether it's on Nintendo Online. Those games are getting marketing. And whether it's does Xbox bring it to the this is the game you should play. Or is it 15,000 YouTube commercials? It's all the same. Like, it's all just marketing. It's just, how would you like to do your marketing? And I'm not saying the subscription service is flaw is flawless. I'm not saying it's the ideal service. I'm saying that with the state of video games right now, and I've been standing on this soapbox for the better half of two years now, it takes forever to make a game it takes 
criminal amounts of money to make a game. The subscription services are there to float the companies until they can put out their good games. And not their good games as in all other games are bad, but it's the games you buy the system for. No one's buying a system so then because why, of power. Why doesn't Xbox sell games individually? Why? Do, because why they put it on Game Pass. Yeah, but by your logic, the, the subscription service are at a lower echelon of games <clears throat> to float their larger products. No, no, no. It's a consistent revenue stream to float your product. It's not necessarily you need a bunch of bad games to make your one good game, like to fund your one good game. It's you need consistent revenue. And their path for consistent revenue is to make it so that you get the good, like the good games you want to play, you need to play that you bought the system for. It gets you for the initial purchase of the subscription. And then the massive library keeps you there until the next big game. So infinitely sustaining that revenue cycle. And I like I think it's a necessary evil at this point, not necessarily the end of video games. And listen, if we don't, I hope we don't get to that point. We will. I hope that in, in the next five years, we find a way to make games get developed quicker and cost less money. Personally, I think that's a pipe dream to expect somehow we're going to get new technology that makes games exuberantly cheaper and exuberantly quicker. I don't see that happening in any time soon they're only going to get more expensive and they're only going to get longer it's only going to take longer to make them or we're going to get less quality and i'm hoping that the less quality is not the path that the companies take but it seems it in my opinion it does seem like it is going down that route and i think that's just in tandem with subscription-based increases and the quality of games coming down. I think they're the same. They're trying to fix the same issue. And it's that game companies can no longer call, cover the cost in between their major releases. So their idea is to either lessen the quality of the game to try to get it out quicker and cheaper. Or supplement with a subscription model. And I think that's where Game Pass really has its market. I don't think it's just a way to kind of get all video games into game pass into some subscription model where it's like all subscriptions need to be here i think it's a the gaming the current video game model is unsustainable we need to do something matt what do you or you go the playstation route damn it that was that would have been perfect or you go the playstation route and just sell your soul to Marvel and Disney and get all the superhero games and try to do it that way, and you're going to get a yearly release of superhero games. But listen, that's just six and one, half a dozen in the other. Which evil do you want? What have I been playing? I've been playing a lot of Baldur's Gate. I've been playing a lot of World of Warcraft. I've been playing a lot of Baldur's Gate too, man. So are you on Act 2 yet? No. So here's what happened to me over the last month. I've yeah, started me... Baldur's Gate three different times since the first yes. three different times. I'm on my ninth playthrough. You disgust me. No, no, no. Like, uh, but I've only completed two. So I went with I, I went with this way of the open hand monk thing, and I realized that's Fantastic. stupid. I don't want to do that. Okay. Okay. Got Carlac. Yep. Told me she was good when I found her. 
And then I did something. The, you want to know what the only fun part I've had in Baldur's Gate so far was? What is it? Because I also restarted. I made a Gloomstalker Ranger. That was good. You had no fun doing that. Uh, I also, like, just just zero fun. Did you try playing the Dark Urge yet? I have not. Okay, so that... Do that. It'll make the game fun for you. So here's what the only fun part of Baldur's Gate was. You know the vampire guy? Yes. Okay. You know when he tries to bite you back here at camp? You staked him, didn't you? I didn't even think for a second to try to talk to him. And then, you know (laughs) what? Right after that, I was like, oh. Okay. (laughs) It, It is a good scene. But you... If you restart again, I highly recommend that you go the dark. I want to path. play a mix of Superman mm-hmm. and George Clooney from Ocean's Eleven, but also Bradley Cooper and American Sniper. And I just don't think I can do that because you can't give your high elf a beard. Just don't pick a high elf. But you have and to it's a half elf. for the thing in it. No, 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 not just me, pick not a human. Me. But you know what it is just for me, man? A- what what else have you like been slipping into a warm addiction fueled cycle of misery you started and playing Elden Ring. hell no i played a good game man because while i was on vacation did you just say elden ring was not a good game let me rephrase i played the best game of all time resident evil you're 4. goddamn right and i played it on mac and i played it on iphone and matt let me tell you i have a forty five hundred dollar macbook if it couldn't run resident evil 4 i'd be upset the fact that resident evil 4 runs as well as it runs on the new app uh m1 the 15 yeah with the with the same chip as it's in the macbook yep oh baby yep so yeah played resident Evil 4 again i've now played resident Evil 4 on every single console that it's been released for good love to see that for you so my question is when it eventually comes to xbox Will you buy it on an Xbox? Will you buy an Xbox to keep that streak? To going? keep my streak? Um, maybe, probably not. Or should I just? I will mail you my Series S. Yeah, I'll rent. You I'll can, rent your Xbox yeah. for the day. <laughs> you could just play. It. But let's. I want to hear what you're playing. I want to look ahead, and then I want to talk about going back, recollecting a little bit. So tell me about Baldur's Gate. Tell me about Dragonflight. Okay, so two things. One. Dragonflight. I am very, very hyper focused in what I do in World of Warcraft right now because I do not have the time to commit to World of Warcraft. I made a very, very face roll character. I'm playing a Frost Death Knight. I do battlegrounds. I do. Uh, and just remind me for everybody who yeah, has yeah. seen boobs in real life, what is a face roll character? <laughs> a face roll character is a very easy character to play that requires little to. Z- little to no skill got it okay yeah yeah what it stands for is that you can take your face put it on the keyboard and roll your face and win that is that is where the phrase face roll comes what from. is that it's one in of Baldur's my favorite Gate. um you're what you're playing on the easiest difficulty yes right uh you should literally be able to pick any class but what is the you, you, most fun and best one the most fun and best one would be I think you would have the most fun playing any barbarian besides wild magic. Just yeet people. 
Yeah, so with a frenzied barbarian, you can pick up other people and use them as a weapon. Can you attack twice, like with the monk? At level 5, you get extra attack, where you attack and then attack again. The monk has the attack and then the bonus action attack. I think you need to do a little more research into the class before you play again, because I think you're going into it... Thinking that it's you... an easy game to play. Yeah, it's not. It, it Dungeon Dragons is not an easy game to play, and it's very easy to mess up your character and not have fun playing it. But you have four characters to play because you have a full party of four. You should be able to do one of everything. You should have a stealth character. But I want like to be. A, I want to be everything, like an Elden Ring, where I can be everything, and it's fun. yeah. You have yes. You have to pick one. You have to make each character one archetype. You need your healer. You need your spellcaster. You need your like sneaky sneak rogue and then you need um like a big George up Clooney in your face from character Ocean's 11 got it got it got it yeah 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 cool you yeah dragonflight has been awesome lots of battlegrounds lots of pvp fantastic great time my computer still runs it that's all i care about i started my tactician run of baldur's gate i want to eventually lead up to an honor mode run tactician's hard it is a legitimate challenge i have died and full total kill total party kill multiple times but the game is so good it's so good and now that the combat is challenging it's even better absolutely 10 out of 10 game i think it has more and you're gonna be mad at this first playthrough Elden Ring is better. Subsequent playthroughs, because there are so many options and so many things to do, Baldur's Gate gets the replayability check. Yeah, that's fine. I, I'll, I'll, I'm not... I don't hate that. Fair enough. Yeah. But, like, pound for pound, your first playthrough, what will you, like, roll credits, which game felt better? Elden Ring. Good. Roll credits number four, Baldur's Gate. Baldur's Gate. And it's close, but not by not really. It's not really close. You know what else isn't really close, Matt? The best year the Discord question in of the gaming. Year? Yeah. We got a question from Discord. What was the best year in gaming? Now, this is a common question often bandied about in the recesses and underbellies of the internet. And why don't you give me the two wrong answers and then let me just... Because the CPA asked this. And he's the basement dwelling. No. Amongst, no, 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 no. The, the Discord questions of the week are Matt Muscari thought up questions. Oh, and what Every everybody week. said. Okay, so the CPA yes. said 2018, which let me yeah, address so C- this because okay. two of wow. my Straight out his mouth. favorite games came out in 2018. God of War 2018, arguably yeah. a top five video game of all time. And Red Dead 2. And Red Dead 2. Monster Hunter World. Also Spider-Man, Monster Hunter World, and Smash All. Which I think, for the sake of gaming, Monster Hunter World is important. And Super Smash Bros. Ultimate is a really good Smash. But it's not the one that people talk about all the time. It's Melee. Melee is the one that everyone talks about. And then... And Spider-Man mid-superhero movie. And you you said 2004? Yeah, me and my and Thick Grape agree 2004 is by far the best year in gaming. So why don't you run down your... uh, 
list here of 2004, and then I'll show okay. you why, gonna, why 2007 is ultimate. We're going to start with Half-Life 2. Absolutely dominant video game. Halo 2, arguably the best Halo ever, in my opinion, by far best Halo ever. Awesome game. Far Cry series gets introduced. GTA San Andreas. Need for Speed Underground at the peak, the pinnacle of racing games. Fable. Alien Hominid, which is a cult classic. Love Alien Hominid. I glossed over Fable, one of my favorite games of all time. Very excited for Fable to eventually come out exclusively to the Xbox. And then the piece of resistance. World of Warcraft storms into the world and shapes the face of gaming in 2004. Arguably one of not only the best video games of all time, one of the most important video games of all time. Yeah, of important video games of all time on that list, you've only got three. WoW, Halo, GTA. Those are the, the those are the tentpoles. Everything else is is. I would say Half Life Two is pretty important. Half Life One People is Half Life One is Half-Life. what broke the mold. Half Life Two was yes. not it. Half Life Two is yeah. fine. Halo that's, Halo. that's fair. It's not the original. Okay. It's not the original of the series. Let me let me lay some 2007 on you. <clears throat> Number one. Yeah. Have you ever heard of this little indie title called Wii Sports? That only did sales numbers because it came with the Switch. But, or with the you want to talk about Wii. biggest years. You could not find a Wii. And by right? Matt, you ever yep. heard of a little game called Pokemon Diamond and Pearl, the arguably last good Pokemon game we ever got? One of, one of the worst Pokemon games ever made. But still the last good one. No, I will take Gens 5, 7, 8, and 9 over Diamond and Pearl. Okay, you're wrong. They were not Let's good. get into the heavy hitters here, the real heavy yeah. hitters. Yep. Halo 3. Arguably the best Halo of all time. Call of Duty 4. The exclusive best call of duty of all time okay um super mario galaxy the downturn of mario rpg games or mario uh platformer game. the 3d ones bioshock portal good game mass effect uncharted one crackdown assassin's creed god of war 2 Bro, come on which you don't even like uh of the original trilogy 2 is the best one i mean i guess listen i'm not saying i'm I'm not out here saying 2007 wasn't a good year. Stop. But it's not the best. Listen, the other one people bring up is 11, and I'm willing yes, to hear I was about 11. to bring it up. I'm willing to hear because 11 because we got Skyrim. It's got Skyrim and Minecraft. Uh, Loki, an underrated year, is 2017. Breath of the Breath Wild. Of the Wild. Hellblade. Hellblade. Fortnite. For, okay. Um... Hold on, 17. That wasn't Bloodborne. Bloodborne is 15. 17 was Dark Souls 3, so meh. Yes. Um, yeah. 17 was fucking Horizon. Yes. Seven, yeah, it, 17 is up there. 17 was a really good year. I would say 2007, though, is the biggest <laughs> biggest and most original things. Uh, 2017 was also PUBG and Super Mario Odyssey. Uh, yeah, Odyssey. 2007, Resident Evil Seven, man. Um, no, I'm just Resident Evil Seven was in 2007. Quick. 2007 was maybe five. 2017. 2017. Gotcha. 
And then the last of note was Destiny 2. It was also 2000. Oh, and Cuphead, all 2017. So 2017 is a good year, too. Listen, I'm not saying I completely... I'm not mad at 2007 as a choice. I think there's a lot of household names on there, but I don't know their importance for video games. Folks, if you like what you heard and you want to hear more of it. Oh, no, 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 no. You're just wrong. You're just wrong. Like, Diamond Diamond and Pearl is not an Assassin, important Assassin's video Assassin's Creed made Ubisoft what it is today. Uncharted, arguably, was the first step to saving Sony. Mass Effect introduced a world of people to the RPG yes. action genre. Bioshock yes. is and- the single most prolific narrative world in a video game and i'm saying that as somebody who will die on the hill of the last of us bioshock it, the world of bioshock is like today's sponsor bucky's <laughs> perfection per square inch there is not one place like let me put it this way the the it is very rare to have an ideology be a game setting and it's even rarer to have that be do it so right. fully realized in a way that is like you almost can't imagine any like it is one of those things that anytime you try to make something even a little much like Cuphead, I'll give Cuphead its flowers, where if you try to make something even a little bit like it, nope, oh, that's a, that's a Bioshock game. Oh, you guys are doing a Bioshock yep. thing. Oh, okay. They're saying, like, I've been saying for you, I want the Guillermo del Toro Bioshock show. Said that many times. I think that would be perfect as you get antivirus software. Yep, another one. Um, Bioshock is perfect. Portal introduced, you know, people to that. I don't know. I never really got Portal, but people shit their pants for Portal. Yeah, like, listen, I understand that, like, emotions around Portal. I think it's a good game. Like, I think it's cool. But I don't think it's anything crazy. I just still, 2004 was so good, so good, and I think it was just the the timing. Like, yes, a lot of 2007 are really cool games, but they're not like. I guess you could say that with Mass Effect, and I understand that Assassin's Creed. But I I just remembered this. And here's the biggest thing I will give you on this list. From Metal Gear Solid 3 was also 2004. Again, again, they're really, really good games. Was, but hold on, I'm going to kill you. Was Shadow of Colossus also 2004? I think I might be agreeing with you. I believe it was. No, it was 2005. Damn. You almost had me there. But I, I don't know. Me there. I don't know. Chump. 2007 for the win. Ladies and gentlemen, if you like what you heard and you want to hear more of it, leave us a good review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, wherever you consume this podcast content. <laughs> Subscribe here on YouTube. Comment down below what you think the best year in gaming was of all time. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Vine, Snapchat, Foursquare, LinkedIn, and Tumblr. And as always, boys and girls, 
happy gaming don't forget to join the discord so that you can do our viewer question next week yeah definitely join the discord that was a bad outro but you know what i'm gonna leave you here join the discord if you don't do anything else get in there we get rowdy yes. literally the discord is the most important thing also like subscribe and uh hit that notification bell and as always happy gaming oh and also this motherfucker new play economics hoodie baby the greatest birthday present potentially of all time oh we didn't even touch play on economics what i got hoodie. you for your birthday Second greatest birthday present of all time. I so good, so that I could actually hear. It's so good, it's still in the box. I haven't unboxed my uh, PlayStation because there's no games to play on in 2024. I'm, I'm ending this recording. Yeah, as soon as a game comes out, I'll open. <laughs>